GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, let's get to Nolan Smith because, again, it, it is a shame for Nolan in a way because a thrilling pick. Like, I yeah. think we're all super, especially at 30, but, you know, kind of overshadowed by the Carter thing. Um, Nolan Smith has been compared a lot to Son Reddick. They're really similar in size and actually Nolan Smith, a significantly better athlete coming out of college than Reddick was. If yeah. you look at, and you tweeted this up before, and I'd mentioned this on pods before, but like, I've never seen a spider chart like Nolan Smith. Dude, his spider chart is half ridiculous. Half this chart is 99%, and the other half is nothing. Because he is like super small, super yeah. short arms, all this stuff. But here's what's interesting. But like athletically, he's like 97, 98, 99th percentile in every single drill they did at the Combine, Elliot. He is... A freak from that perspective, a four three forty as yep. a freaking edge rusher. I mean, he ran as fast. I think it was as as Brees Hall, it's the running back for the. So uh, like, there is he, he is. This is such a clear like, you know, the issue is the size, but everything else is amazing. Right. Your thoughts? So I think around draft season, obviously, we get so wrapped up in the measurables, right? It's this guy's six one, you know, two eighty or. No, nah, I don't know. Like, whatever. He's six one, whatever. And this guy's six foot. And it's like, well, that's this a big guy, difference. Right. But if these people stood next to each other, like Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott, Boston Scott is viewed as like this, you know, hysterically tiny running back. When him and Kenny Gainwell stand next to each other, there's not that huge of a difference. Yeah. If Boston Scott and Miles Sanders walked into a room or like my house or a party and I didn't know either of them, I wouldn't be like, wow, this Boston's super small. Miles is, you know, giant. These, they're roughly the same size, right? So, Think about this. Micah Parsons, somebody who I don't think anyone would say right now is too small to be a great edge rusher in the nope. NFL. He's six foot three, two hundred and forty-five pounds. So he's like fifteen pounds more than Smith. Nolan That's Smith it. is six foot two, two thirty-eight. Yeah. Oh, he's right? 238. I thought he's, he's 230. So he's even closer. According to online, he's 238. Okay. And that was his combine measurement. Yeah. I mean, which, look, Hassan Reddick's 230. Well, so Hassan Reddick. Yeah, he's shorter. Six foot, six foot one, yeah. 240 pounds. So he's the now. same size so as Hassan Reddick. So when Reddick came out, he was 230. In college, his college. So put on weight, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, that's the point. He's like, he's the same size right. as Hassan Reddick. We just saw Hassan Reddick be the one of the best Eagles pass rushers we've ever seen right. for last season. And trust me, as somebody that is always much, much well aware of how much I weigh, I am well aware that what you're listed out online could not be what you play at. Probably, so yeah. 
And Nolan Smith is small for the position. But the point I'm making is I think the concern about Nolan Smith's measurements is the definition of draft season hype. It's the definition of it. If you want to be concerned about the fact he was injured, like, okay, it was a pec injury, which I don't have super long-term concern about, but it's fair. He missed time. If you want to be concerned about his lack of sack production, I think that's a fair concern. I don't think that Nolan Smith's size will prevent him from being a good NFL player. Yeah, and again, it's it's uh, always, like we always say with all this stuff, it's where are they going, who's going to coach them, the situation they're going to. Like we just talked about, he's literally going to a team that just got a 17-sack season right. out of his clone. Like, you know well, I mean? it, well, we just said with Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter needed the Eagles, and there's more involved in that reasoning. Nolan Smith is also walking into a phenomenal situation. Phenomenal situation. And, you know, maybe and no is, pressure because they've got sweat. Yeah, he'll be got, able to develop know, at his right develop, rate. Got, yeah. you know, the multiple rushers. Yes. And now, maybe there's a pod for another day, but I think it, you know, it does speak to the fact of how run, well run this franchise is made that we are talking about Two players coming here that we believe they will get the absolute most out of because of who the because of the program. Yeah, so that well, it does. It's a and again, to them. and even then, I mean, it, it goes further with us saying we trust off the field stuff because of the organization they put yeah. together. Like it's you've said it forever, and it's just it. Just, I mean, Micah Parsons said it. Yeah, last he was. Night, and yeah, that, I was surprised how that was awesome. Yeah, by the way. I mean, AJ Brown said it. He wants to be an eagle. Like Micah Parsons, he very clearly wants to be an eagle. To come yeah. home. But uh, he even said it. He said that exact thing last night in that draft thing. He's like, the Eagles are just a great organization. Yeah. Like, how they keep doing this? Right. You know? So, with Nolan Smith, I, I am, like, so in on this Me guy. too, dude. He checks so every excited. Elliott box there is on the face of the planet. Elite athlete, wore a cool number. Pass I think he'll moves, have a cool number here. Production. Yes, like, he is the Elliott defensive lineman player. He is, that is the Elliott, like, poster child. I think he's going to be awesome. You look at his pass rush win rate. He gets to the quarterback. He doesn't sack him as much. But if you look at, like, Will Anderson had the same exact uh, pressure rate. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson had one of the same exact pressure. I'll actually pull up the chart because I think it's worth reading. But at the end of the day, this guy, when he played in college, got at the quarterback better than— Okay, so here it is. Will Anderson last year got a uh, a pressure rate of 16.9, right? Nolan Smith was 16.3. Wow. Will Anderson went number three overall, and a team traded multiple first picks to get him, right? <laughs> Which was insane, by the way. Okay. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, last year, what was he? Number two, number two. one? Number two. Trayvon his his pressure two. rate was 13.3. Wow. Uh, Chase Young, coming out, was viewed as, you know, uh, whatever, 16.9. So if you said to me, Will Anderson, Aiden Hutchinson, Chase Young, and Nolan Smith, in terms of getting to the quarterback, they were the same guy. And to get him at 30... I think is such a good example of how people get too wrapped up in the measurements when it comes to draft. I think so too. This guy is an elite pass rusher, point blank period. He is going to impact the passer. He might not get double digit sacks, but I guarantee you, if not next year, because he's a rookie, but in his second year, he will be somebody that is consistently impacting the passer, point blank. And so at 30, yeah, I think it's a home run of a pick. If we were talking about him at 10, it's a different value. Maybe we could, you know, highlight a little more that he's undersized. But at the end of the day, if we're doing this pod and they took Nolan Smith at ten, I'd probably be a little more upset that they didn't get Bijan. But, but it'd be like, but you I know would what? be. I, I like Nolan this guy. was one of my top yeah. three players. Yep. The other two are gone. I think he's going to be awesome. You know, the leadership stuff. We can talk about that. Like, well, apparently he's as good as it gets. I mean, people are saying he's the next Brandon Graham already. Right. Well, if you look, um, so two things. One, you know, there was a, a moment at the combine when he was asked about the Georgia situation with Jalen Carter and the uh, the teammate, and he like, you know, it was beautiful. He like cried and talked about how much he's going to miss this guy, and what you know. So that obviously looks great. And then there's a video of when he's running his forty, 
and everyone on Georgia is watching in the Georgia locker room and like going wild when he does well. well how so, about Nicobe and Jordan Davis being in his draft party? Yeah, they Nicole, don't know yeah. he's going to the Eagles. They were just 100%. going because they love this dude. Yes. They want to support him. Yes. So I'm all in. I think when you talk about, I have concerns about Jordan Davis and Nicobe as players on the field. But building culture, building for the future, Nolan Smith, I think, is somebody that of those three players has the chance to actually be the face of the defense, ultra-great edge rusher. The, the defense takes his personality. He came from a winning program. He knows what it's like to have a good locker room. All those things, right? I, I think the Nolan Smith pick is just, I am so in on it. And overall, I like the combo of Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. I mean, it's like... They got two D linemen. Yeah. <laughs> they they and, did exactly what we they do, what we always and, wanted and, to and do. And I think both of them are such better prospects than the last two Georgia guys. Yeah, so as excited well, as everybody was, I think these two as prospects. I mean, Jordan Davis was a better prospect than than I disagree. Than Nolan Smith. And not for you, but I'm saying for the NFL. He went higher. It was a, a better first round, a tougher first round last year. I'm just saying the NFL no, valued Jordan Davis more than yeah, they valued they did. Nolan Smith. And I think the NFL's wrong. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you say it so definitively, declaratively. Right. I'm just saying, like... In my opinion, I should be, say. Yeah. There you in go. my opinion, I would take Nolan Smith 10 out of 10 times. And honestly, of the four, again, I would take Jalen Carter. But of the four, I believe the most in Nolan Smith. So, in terms of, like, I still think you and a lot of people underrate Nicobe Dean. I think he's going to be awesome. I especially think that now with Jalen Carter here. I mean, that's going to help him out a lot. Yeah. Again, I, I know you're undersized a lot. Like, dude's a winner. He's just a great football player. You could player. be right. And, and I'm not and, rating Nicobe off. In terms Kobe of taking off, on but... the defense, like, again, who did Jalen Carter say? My mentor. Who's uh, Nolan Smith's yeah, best 100%. friend? Like, I think Nicobe matters like that. I think he's a leader, and I think the defense is actually going to take on his personality. But I understand your point, and I do think Nolan Smith seems like his – you know, outside of just the physical abilities, he seems like a culture guy. What's he so seems funny, like he fits him perfectly. So I did the Players Lounge, I don't know, maybe eight times with Nicobe last year. And it was in the podcast feed, so people have heard it. But for those that haven't, basically me, Ike Reese, and Nicobe would sit and do an hour-long radio show. And Nicobe's awesome. Super smart. Very hard worker, you can tell. Genuinely nice guy. It is funny how he's talked about a leader. And actually, I guess Jalen Hurts is like this too. But Nicobe's quiet. Mm-hmm. And so, well, Jalen is, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, so I'm kind of prove myself wrong as I go. <laughs> but but ultimately it was just to me when I watch yeah, Nolan Smith at like the combine, yes, loud. Nolan Smith reminds me a lot more of, of Brandon Graham. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, the, and again, people are making the comps and again, it's just what a thrilling night. Like what a thrilling night last night was. I'm just again, I, I know a lot of people want to be Jean. I know there are people who are concerned about all the field stuff and all that, but to go back to what we said at the beginning and in a second we'll get to what we want them to do moving forward. I don't Radio, I really care. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no, already. obviously I care. Uh, radio yeah. show tomorrow. Check us out yeah. one to three. We will be like legit full radio show reacting to all the picks. We want to hear from all the real ones, all the auto downloaders. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st. So don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hello, dot com slash sale. And book your free consult today. What's up? But going back to what we said at the beginning, like, you know, all these questions, whether it's about Nolan Smith's size or the Jalen Carter off the field stuff and all that, but just in terms of prospects and putting a bunch of prospects into a, a group yeah. and playing a board and going up against other general managers and ultimately playing a big 30-hand game of poker... 
Howie Roseman was brilliant. Yeah, he he like, won. He was he was masterful. Yeah. And again, the point you made at the beginning, I think, is that like his knowledge of the league, his understanding of what teams are going to do, his ability to be patient, his ability to understand value, like all these things for a guy who's been ripped for his draft picks. And by the way, been on a bit of a, a streak lately. I mean, again, I know Jordan Davis. Yeah. We'll see, and we'll see how these. But like, pan there's out, some real yeah. potential with, and you know, at least the 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 Devonte Dickerson draft. Uh, you know, the sweat draft a few years. Like, there there have been some real hits, but for a guy who gets crushed, like, there is no one better, maybe in the history of the league, mm. because it is it was not that big a thing for a long time. Like, I think Howie Roseman, certainly on draft night, just period, the best wheeler and dealer in the history of the NFL. I mean, look, Andrew Brandt said it on your show. I'm going to steal it moving forward. He's a, yeah, he's a, this is the last time I credit yeah. Andrew. I give him credit. I've, he's a competitive he's advantage. advantage. Howie is a competitive advantage. Can he... Can he break down film and like no? I, I well, I shouldn't even say no. I don't know. I also don't care. I know that what Howie's job is as a general manager is is to make what happened last night happen, not to overpay for moving up, not to get too compulsive, and not to, again. I'm a terrible negotiator. I probably would have traded up and you know been all types of reckless, right? But Howie's ability to sit there with that pressure, everyone looking at him, everyone waiting, and to say you know like wait, he will be there, and for it to happen, it speaks to you know. Remember there was that article. This was a long time ago now, but basically saying no one respects Howie in the league and he's viewed mm-hmm. as clear. Howie might have better relationships with general managers. Maybe anything. they don't go out and drink at the end of the like, but who knows? Like they, at the end of the day, Howie clearly has a good relationship with everyone around the league, the agents, the players, the uh the GMs, all these things, because he always has the most information. And that's what you need on draft night. Information. And he had it and it worked out to perfection.